Hello and welcome back, Ohio High School Hoops Around the State podcast listeners. Hope everybody is doing well out there. We haven't had an episode uh, in a few weeks since we did part three of the chase. Today we are going to um, finish the series, The Chase, uh, featuring John Diebler's run uh, and eventual surpassing of Jay Burson's Ohio High School basketball scoring record. Um, since that time, uh, I was fortunate and blessed to uh, be asked to be on uh, Coach John Cook's podcast. Uh, so if you have not had a listen to his podcast, man, he's doing some great work. Um, if you want to skip my episode, that's fine. Uh, the, the other episodes, uh, he has a lot of great uh, coaches on there and and he really just gives um, the people that have come on his show uh, a chance to tell their story uh, and that's pretty much what his podcast has been about allowing people to to tell their story because you know people in the basketball community uh, since that's what we're talking about all have such a, a dynamic and unique story and, and I just love hearing that um, on, a, on a personal from a personal standpoint, um, listen to uh, Mark Bagley, former coach at Van Wert, I believe, who is now the superintendent. Uh, coach Stetscholdy at Kaleida, uh, who followed uh, Richard Cordacrax, which uh, was not uh, is not easy to do when you're following a guy that's a legend with that many wins. Uh, and I can't wait to uh, cue up one of his latest episodes with Coach Schalder at uh, former coach at Worthington Kilbourne. So again, if you have not checked out Coach John Cook's podcast, you can do that on all your podcasting listening platforms. So make sure you give him a listen. He's doing outstanding work. Now for today, um, we're going to cue John back up for the final episode. Uh, This is his senior season, the 2006-2007 season. And when I was diving into the research for this, I was always under the impression that that 2004-2005 team that went undefeated, won the state championship, um, you know, the the points uh, that they put up, records they broke, uh, were untouchable, really. Uh, I mean, when it came to those four years that John was in high school, but after doing the research, uh, this this 2006-2007 team actually scored uh, at a higher clip than that team. So uh, that was one thing that that I would have been stood corrected on. Now, as for the season, um, John and, and Upper Sandusky played uh, Cincinnati St. Xavier uh, as juniors. Pretty much got ran out of the gym, uh, but that would not be the case uh as seniors at Upper Sandusky, and and John will talk to you about that game. Um, we'll talk about uh, a team that uh, that U.S. lost to three times as jun- uh, at Diebler and U.S. lost to three times his junior season, which was Willard. Um, they beat uh, Willard in the early going of his senior season, where they ran off 116 points that night. Um, John scored 39 in that game. He followed that up with 31 uh, against Shelby. Uh, he had 43 
grabbing 13 boards, ditching out 11 assists against Bellevue, went over 100 in that game, scored 119 in a win over Galleon. He had 47. Uh, And then probably the turning point of the season for them was a game that uh, I was at with my father, uh, which was at the Schottenstein Center, where they just got completely, um, for lack of a better term, embarrassed uh, against Greenfield McLean. Uh, it was it was just a layup drill. Uh, didn't seem like Upper could get back uh, all afternoon. Uh, Greenfield ended up beating them 104 to 75. John did pass Jerry Lucas for eighth all time on a scoring list in that game. Um, but Dante Jackson uh, for Greenfield McLean was the story of that game. 41 points, 21 rebounds, seven assists, and three blocks. Um, so John talks about that game and, and kind of how that, uh, you know, turned the season around really. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't like their season was in the tank, but um, it was kind of a wake-up call. They were 7-2 and two after that game. And then they would go on to win 10 of their next 11 in the regular season. Uh, they followed up with a uh, 91-point performance against Tiffin Columbia. Diebler had 40-17. and 17. Then he scored uh, 23 and 19 in a 92-point outburst against Bucyrus. Uh Against Norwalk, he had 42. Against Fostoria, 41. Uh, they scored 97 on Willard again. He had 47 in that game, and he would move past LeBron James into third all-time. Uh, then he scored uh, 67 on 20 of 35 shooting, 11 of 19 from three, 16 of 19 from the free throw line, uh, and a 106-101 win over Shelby. He followed that up with, uh, actually in that game, he moved past uh, Geno Ford for second all-time, which put him just 220 points behind Jay Burson. Uh, He had 40 points in the first half of that game. the last game they would lose in the regular season was a 93-90 heartbreaker to Bellevue. John did have 69 that night, uh, 11 three-pointers, 10 rebounds, 5 steals, 4 blocks. Uh, they did not uh, overcome Corey Austin and DJ Winery that night uh, as Bellevue knocked them off 93-90. John had 40 uh, to follow that up against Galleon. And then uh, he had 28 in a game where he had the flu against Tiffin Columbia. They scored 100 again. Alex Falk, super sophomore, had 35 points, 10 rebounds in that game. And then in, against Sycamore Mohawk, he had uh, another 41. And then that would put him 42 points away from the record, which he would get in the regular season finale, finale on Friday February 23rd at home, John scored 44 points um, and hit a layup with 251 remaining to break Burson's high school scoring mark of 2,958 points. Diebler finished the night with 44 and currently sat at 2,960 in his four-year high school career. Uh, Burson, he took over the record uh, when he surpassed Vienna Matthews' Rex Leach, uh, 1955, 
uh, who had 2,581. He did that during a 42-point performance in an 84-69 win over Philo on January 15th of 1985. Burson's layup was 7.15 left in the third, broke the record as he made 21 of 35 field goals in that game. The game was moved to Musk Kingham to hold the crowd. Burson ended his career, as I mentioned, with 2,958 career points. Burson was in attendance uh, the night John broke the record, and of course John will talk about that in more detail. Upper finished the regular season at 10th in the AP poll. In the tournament, um, they would run past Galleon where John had 35. They'd beat Clyde. Uh, John had 43 where he went over the 3,000 point mark in the district final. They beat Lexington. John had 43. Uh, the, the semifinals of the regional at Toledo, uh, Alex Falk had 28. John had 23. And then in the regional final, they beat Olmstead Falls where John had 32. State semis in front of 15,985. Upper Sandusky hits three threes. 13 threes, I apologize, uh, to beat Poland 89-58. And we talk about uh, that game and what that did uh, for uh, Poland and Poland head coach Ken Grisdale. Poland was 0 for 9 from 3 uh, and, and committed 30 turnovers in that game. And then um, we, we spend a little bit of time on the state finals game, which was incredible. Uh, Upper does fall short. 87-85 to Dayton Dunbar in that game in front of 18,288. Uh, we talk quite a bit um, in that game about uh, just, you know, some of the adversity John went through in that game. Uh, he had a, <laughs> an amazing game, really, 48 points. Uh, but we talk about uh, the nose and uh, the fact that Dunbar just thrashed them on the glass. So, uh, you you want to hear what he has to say about that game. And then we just kind of talk about and wrap up just the whole four-year experience for John in high school and uh, just what an incredible run it was for those guys uh, as a high school, as a community. Um, but, you know, being that the show is titled The Chase for him individually, which he doesn't often like to talk about. But um, so I hope you uh, enjoy the fourth and final installment of The Chase. Uh, you guys come into the 2006-2007 season, uh, which ends with a 23-4 and record. Uh Seven times in this season, you went over a hundred. Uh, one, once in the tournament, so eight. You, you gave up a hundred twice uh, this season, which were both losses. You scored nineteen hundred and four points in a regular yeah. season. You guys averaged ninety five a game uh, your senior year, uh, and, it, and it got started. You guys Barry Winfrey, or you know Barry Winfrey, you beat him by ten. You had forty. Falk had nineteen. You play Fostoria, you had uh, 44 points, 23 rebounds, and Falk had 17. And then you get a rematch with St. X. And this time it around, it was not a 30-point beating. 
Yeah, 100 to 98, another classic. You had 60, you hit 15 of 21, uh, two pointers, but you're only four of 15 from uh, three, eight of, 18 of 20, kind of a common theme from the line. 12 rebounds, seven assists, five block shots, seven steals. Uh, Walt Gibbler had 31, so there's old Walt back again. Uh, X actually lost in the mm-hmm. D1 state final to Moeller that year. Um, X beat one of your future yep. uh, teammates, Costa Kufus, there yep. uh, in the semis for Glen Oak. Uh, yeah, I, I think you, you guys definitely – had made some progress over oh, the we past that year. Game. We remember that 30-point um, beatdown. We won being game. Being in your gym obviously helps, but, you know, you, you could see that that uh, having played them and getting buried uh, yeah. certainly helps you this time around. Um, then you would get uh, Willard, who obviously was uh, not nearly as good, uh, as they were the last year, you hit 39, 16 rebounds, eight steals, seven assists. Uh, Alex Falk, like I said, he started coming on 33 points, 10 rebounds. So you had a, you had a true um, <laughs> Scotty, a, a, tr- a true Pippin, uh, you know, your senior year there to kind of help you uh, pick up that score. There was sure. other guys and you could mention some of those other Jared guys, Nelson, um, and, McClellan you know, had- and, uh, we had guys that worked hard, man. Going into my senior year, our guys worked hard, and, and I think you saw the growth of Alex. That was big for us. Um, the guys just accepted their role. We had guys who could shoot it, too. I mean, we shot the ball really well. Yeah, uh, was there a Travis uh, – yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. He, he was uh, also another key contributor on that team. And, you know, you beat, you beat Willard. When, John, does it – does it start to become um, a story about you getting this record? Was it before the season? Were people asking you about it in the yeah, preseason? Yeah, I, th- I think people had mentioned it. But again, like, I mean, I'm I'm a senior in high school. I don't I don't think about that stuff. That stuff doesn't ever cross my mind. So I just wanted to get back to state. And as the season wore on, at that point, you know, there's more talk about it and. Not that, you know, not that I would talk about it with my dad or anything, and but you just, you hear about it. You hear about people writing about it, and, and that's when I became more aware of it. Well, after the Shelby game, a 31-point performance, uh, you're a quarter of the way through the regular season. You're 638 points shy. Um, you drop 43 on Bellevue. Uh, you drop... Uh, 36 on Toledo Whitmer, uh, Ryan Smith again back for Whitmer. They also had a kid named Kevin Coger who yeah. played at, at Michigan football, um, was a good player. You had 47 against Galleon. And then the game that I remember vividly, and I talked to Dante about this, uh, I think it was last year, 104-75 at Ohio State against Green, Greenfield McLean. All I remember, John, and maybe my memory was is blurry, but it just seemed like you guys never oh, they, got back on defense, and they just shot and layup honestly, after we layup. That game like we did, we would have never got back to state. Yeah, I, I remember sitting courtside with my dad at that game, and I said, I, I kept oh, that, thinking, yeah, they're going to make a run. They're going to make a run. Playing well, and 
And at that point, that I mean, my dad used that. We needed it. We needed that motivation. You know, we almost beat Saint X at home. We were winning games. You know, but that game was like my dad was like, okay, that he, he's he's very like precise about things like that. He knows when to use those things as motivation. And that was the game. So he goes, you guys got butt kicked. And he's coming at me like, hey, you know, Dante was one of the top players in the state. I actually talked to him like three days ago. Another one of my great friends. Um, great player. Had a great career at Xavier. Now he's coaching at Xavier. Uh, but they were a good team, and they wanted them more. They came out and kicked our butt. And if that never happened, we were not getting back to state. And that's a that's a great point. I mean, that's a from inside the huddle point of view. Because outside the huddle, you know, I, like I said, that that was a, <laughs> a long day of basketball. Um, play by play, Dante ended up with forty one points, twenty one mm-hmm. rebounds, seven assists that day. Uh, you had thirty two. It wasn't a it wasn't a great performance from you that day, um, and probably a little added motivation for Dante. You know. Yeah. OSU had kind of backed off of, yeah. uh, of, of recruiting him at that point. But um, you passed Jerry Lucas for eighth all-time on a scoring list in this game. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't know from an outside point of view, because there was a lot of people there that day there to see you play. You were going to be playing in your future gym, and you guys got spanked. And I don't, I don't know if anybody thought, yeah, this, no, is, probably a, not. this is a state finalist team here. Um, and, and that's the beautiful thing about sports. You don't have to listen to people that aren't inside the huddle. Uh, but you know, you, you're seven and two, but you do win kind of like last, the, the season yep. before 10 of 11 to end the season. Uh, you beat Tiffin Columbia where you scored 40, uh, Cyrus 23 and 19 drew McClellan had a nice game at 24 points. Newark, you beat, uh, Norwalk, you get 44, uh, Fostoria 41, uh, you're now fourth all-time uh, after that game. Willard, 97-91. You had 47. This moved you past <laughs> LeBron in the third all-time. Did, did that, John, and I know you're, you're a humble guy and, and you're not, you're not going to uh, toot your own but passing that guy probably had to have you know, oh, some cool. sort of I mean, if, excitement. If he wants, we can trade. He can, have, he can have the scoring record and I'll have – his career if he if he'd like (laughs) but uh but no it was it was cool like the crazy thing throughout all this is you know I probably won't look back on all this and be like you know what that was pretty awesome like what I was able to accomplish is is pretty cool till I'm older I mean it's LeBron's still playing he's the best player in the world all right you know tomato tomato he's the best player ever but um no, it was it was cool. It was it was an awesome moment. The next game, uh, it's funny. I was talking to a buddy today, and he said, "Yeah, you know, we were sitting around in my college dorm, and uh, we we wanted to turn you you were on Sports Time Ohio against Shelby, and he said, yeah, we wanted to see what this Diebler guy was all about, and uh, you uh, well, we you go for sixty seven that night." Uh, no, that was Bellevue. That no, was Bellevue. no, you 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 won that game. That, right. Yeah, yeah, Shelby, you win. One, you were twenty of thirty-five from the field, eleven of nineteen from three. Uh, you had forty points in the first half of this game, uh, so you're now second. You move past uh, the great Geno Ford. Um, you're two hundred and twenty behind Burson. 
Uh, and then the game you talk about, you follow 67 with 69 uh, in a 93-90 yeah. loss to uh, Bellevue. 11, 11 threes again. Corey Austin has a big night for Bellevue. DJ Winery hits a three at the buzzer to beat you guys um, that night. But that would be the last time you lose until uh, the state final. You end, uh, you get 40 against Galleon, and you get uh, 28 with the flu against Tiffin Columbia. Um, and this says it all, John, right here. Uh, in an interview, I don't know if you remember doing this with Todd Jones from the Dispatch, you said, the record wouldn't matter if we weren't winning all these games. Um, not everyone in our locker room is playing for the scoring record. Yeah. They're playing for wins. That's what it's all about. It's not about how many points I score or need to break Mr. Burson's record. So, you know, even even the the high school version of John was was passing the bucket, and, and this was not about your record. This was about winning games. But you would get 41 um, – against Mohawk and you needed 42 uh, against Norwalk. So February 23rd, uh, 2007 at home, you get to do it at home. You get uh, with 251 to go in the game. You uh, break person's record yep. um, on a layup. What occurred after that did did the game stop? Yeah, they stopped the game. I mean, no pressure, but there was a ton of media there just in case I did break the record. So <laughs> if I didn't, I know everyone would have been upset because there was a lot of media at that game. But, yeah, they stopped the game. And, you know, Coach Gray and, and Norwalk they were very awesome about, you know, allowing there to be a little ceremony in the middle of the game, which was pretty cool. Mr. Burson was there. Really awesome to get to know him and his family throughout this whole process. And someone that I, you know, I still look up to to this day, and just a great family, great guy. But yeah, they stopped the game, got the game ball, and it was it was a special moment. Yeah, the cool thing is, John, you, you know, you you passed Jay, and Jay obviously played at Ohio State as well, and had a a rough ending to his career there with the the broken neck. Um, Jay broke a thirty year old record by Rex Leach. Um, when he did it on January 15th, 85 against Philo. Uh, but you, you, uh, you break the record. Was, was there kind of like you were glad you did it before the tournament started? So you kind of get, yeah. that, get that off your shoulders and you could completely was, focus now. Just so people stop talking about it. And I wanted it to be about our team because it was very easy to get, you know, caught up in, in mm-hmm. you know, how many points does John have? How many is he weigh? You know, when's he going to break the record? And, and just to finally get that, that kind of – not just for me as a, as a high school kid to, to get that off my back, but for our team. And we could just focus on our goal. I mean, we did a great job of staying focused throughout the whole thing, but it's hard to ignore that talk when that's every, all that everyone wants to talk about. You know, it, it got to the point where it was like, well – I mean, people cared if we weren't a loss, but it was like, ah, well, how many points did John have? That was kind of all that mattered to people outside of our team. So to get that over with was, was a big relief right. for everybody, I think. Well, you guys finished, you know, the record was, was, was done. You, you've taken care of that. You finished 10th in the AP poll, 17-3. Uh, and three. You open up 35 points against Galleon. You go over the 3,000 mark, so you're the only guy at that time 
to do that uh, with 43 against Clyde. Uh, you beat Lexington uh, 192. Victor Whitelock player. had 38 for Le- Lexington in that game. Well, you had, yeah, you had 43 and Falk yeah. had 31, so you needed every bit of it because uh, it was a tough game. You beat Van Wert in the uh, regional semis. And then the, the regional final, I want to ask you about this. You win 91-81 over Olmstead Falls. Yeah, and Tyler Sparks, who was an Ohio guy uh, for Olmstead Falls, there was more than 7,000 uh, at this game at Savage Hall. You guys shot 33 of 47 at the line. They shot 9 of 13. They had five guys foul out. Was this more a case of like you were more aggressive than they were? Or I mean, I know reading their coach was probably not real excited yeah, about the I win. Be ups- I wouldn't be too happy either if I was their team. But, I mean, it was a physical game. I remember their game plan, I think, was just to be really physical with me. And I was sore after that game, beside the fact that I broke my nose. And so th- this was the game that you, you know, and, and you had some complications with this, obviously, uh, once you got down to Columbus. You weren't the first uh, Diebler, though, to wear a mask. Didn't your brother break break his nose? He's uh, broken his nose like four times. <laughs> yeah, so with the way he plays, it's not not surprising. <laughs> but so you guys you guys get uh, get the job done there, and you're going to go back down to the state for the second time in three years where you would get pulled in seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Poland, uh, had just been at the state. I want to say, Oh, two or Oh three, they played LeBron. It didn't go very well. Um, <laughs> usually doesn't go well for anybody when they play LeBron. No, but another big crowd, 15,985, you guys hit 13 threes. Poland was Oh for nine from three. Uh, that's usually going to be disaster against you guys. You forced 30 turnovers, a pretty balanced game. Uh, you had 24, Alex had 20, and, and Travis had 20, and, and Jared Nelson had 14. So really good balance. Uh, and I don't know if you know this or not, John, but um, the coach there, Coach um, Grisdale at Poland, uh, after you beat them, I had I saw them uh, a couple of months later in a shootout at Stu- in Steubenville, Ohio. And, and I was watching them play, and I was like, this ain't how they play. Uh, you know, they're, you're usually kind of methodical and, and really rely on a defensive end. And, and I was watching them play. And I'm like, they're playing like, they're playing like upper and <laughs> they completely changed their style of play after you guys buried them and played like you did the entire next season and got back to the state tournament. They were undefeated uh, heading into the state tournament that year. Good for them. After after you guys, you know, put it on them playing that style, they completely changed and played the way you played. Uh, they had some talent uh, returning. They had a lot of young guys on that team that you guys beat yeah. up pretty good. Uh, but uh, just kind of incredible uh, that they were able to get to the state two years in a row playing two different styles of play. Uh, but you guys put it on them pretty good here uh, to get to the state where you get – you get Pete Pullen uh, in Dunbar. Uh, <laughs> great guy. Great, great. guy. Uh, 18,288. What a crowd for this one. Um, and, and I talked to Pete this summer. Uh, I did a podcast with Pete about his career uh, and just kind of the Dunbar dynasty there. And we talked about this game, and he was like, man – 
he was like, John kept getting that, he kept getting that, that stop, the, the clock to stop, get fixing that nose, you know, <laughs> fixing his mouth. Um, and, uh, you know, we, 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 we had some, some, uh, a good time talking about this game and it, it was just, it was a classic, uh, you, you with the mask and, uh, and the nose, the, the, I want to say, did you have gauze stuck up your nose? I had, I couldn't breathe, first of all. Like, you know, when you have like a really bad cold and your nose is stuffed up and you just breathe through your mouth? Uh-huh. That's how much gauze I had in my <laughs> nose. And I had like that surgical, that white tape, that like surgical tape covering yeah. my nose because it was bleeding. And I, I couldn't breathe. Like I was breathing through my house, mouth the whole time. And I was like, this is horrible. Did you think what what would what would Jake say? Oh, he was just like suck it up. <laughs> well, you you have an incredible performance of forty eight points, uh, ten rebounds. Um, just kind of willing this team to stay in the game with this. I mean, when you look at these stats, John, um, you hit thirteen threes in this game. Dunbar took one three in the entire game. Uh, <laughs> We got out rebounded by like a hundred, though. So. Sixty-three to twenty-three on the glass, John. <laughs> uh, and I mean, obviously, that's not surprising. I mean, with their size and oh, just... they were huge. They had Benson, who's six ten, big. My guy Aaron Pogue again. Yeah, love o- that guy, man. O- love that Anthony guy. Odin, who was as yeah. wide as three door frames. I mean, he was just a monster. Um, and that was our tallest guy, six six, one hundred and seventy-five pounds. Yeah, well, I mean, just just crazy that you guys. I mean, to be honest with you, John, it was crazy that you were even in this game. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, I mean, our whole game plan was like my dad even said before the game. He's like, guys, listen, if we want to win the game, we need to shoot forty some threes, and we need to make forty percent of them. He said, we're going to get killed on the glass, but we got to play fast and we got to shoot a bunch of threes. That was our whole game plan. Yeah, and you did we that. Couldn't you, play you, in the half court, then they would have beat us by fifty. You shot forty two threes in that game. Um, in 87, 85 was the final. I mean, obviously you wanted to go out with another state championship, but I I think, you know, you had won Mr. Basketball. You have the scoring record. Now you're a fourth team parade, all American. Um, I think after this game in front of 18,000 plus, I mean, you, you had the respect uh, of everybody in the state, uh, after this game, uh, you know, it was just a warrior-like performance. Um, and I would say it was a very pro Upper Sandusky, you know, crowd uh, <laughs> in the building that day, you know, hoping that they, you were going to be able to pull it off against the, um, you know, the heavy favorite, to be honest with you. Uh, but you can't, you know, I know you, you haven't you're not old enough to really look back on all this stuff now, but just an incredible career uh, that you had at Upper Sandusky and and what you guys did as a team um, over those three years is just really amazing. Yeah, it, uh, it's crazy. You know, it's been it's been fun to to kind of go back and, and hear you talk about all these games and kind of relive those moments. But the the one thing that throughout all of it that I take away and that I cherish the most is the friendships, honestly, like the, the wins and the the scoring and, and all that is great. But the guys that I told you, like guys that I still talk to to this, this day, you know, I see coach Noss. I see, I talk to Jimmy all the time. You know, I, I just talked to Dante the other day and, 
you know, seeing Daquan in the summertime and, and big Aaron Pogue and Norris Cole. Norris Cole and I had dinner in Montenegro last season. <laughs> he was playing on a team in Montenegro and I was playing on a team in Istanbul and we played each other in the Euro League. And we were talking about that game. And just like, like those are the things that I cherish the most. Norris is a great friend of mine. Um, you know, the, the people that I can keep in contact with and, and, and talk to to this day, that's, those are the things that I cherish the most. I mean, the state championships and, like I said, the scoring, that's great. And, yeah, that's cool. And I'll probably, you know, probably cherish it more as I get older. But, but just now, like, those, the people that I meet and talk to on a daily basis is, is the best part about it. Yeah, see, I mean, you know, without basketball, John, I mean, just the doors that is opened uh, for the people that you've met in your lifetime and, yeah. and been able to be acquainted with and, and become good friends with. And, yeah. Uh, it, it's, I mean, the list is probably endless. Oh, it's crazy. I'm not kidding. Like, it was, it was last season, not this, this past season, but, you know, last season I was playing – we were playing EuroLeague, my team, in and, and Montenegro, and Norris Cole and I had dinner at a Hard Rock Cafe. We were – we were talking about that game. <laughs> that's that's incredible, uh, John. You know, I don't want to keep you any longer, man. I I do. I really appreciate. You know, it was an honor to have you come on here and talk about this and relive some of the some of the glory days of Upper Sandusky <laughs> basketball. Um, you know, so uh, again, thanks, man, for 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 coming on. No, no problem. Anytime, and and thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was fun for me as well. <laughs> All right, John. Take care, bud. All right, man. We'll see you.